Beloved. By my count, that word or a version of it shows up 14 times in that short reading just a moment ago. Love. Everybody loves love. They love to get love. They love to give love. They love to be loved. What does it mean? In 1967, for the very first satellite broadcast, television broadcast, the Beatles wrote a song called All You Need Is Love. A little bit later, Captain and Tennille sang a song. Some of you may know, Love Will Keep Us Together. A couple of you knew that song. I saw an ad on television a few years ago, right around Valentine's Day, that went something like this. It was played for humor, and I don't know if it'll be funny when I tell you, but it was like this. The woman was standing at a kitchen counter, and her husband was seated at the table reading the paper, and she said, Honey, did you by chance buy me the diamond necklace for Valentine's Day? And he said, No, I didn't. And she said, Did you make reservations for a fancy dinner? And he said, no. And then she said, but you got me a a dozen roses, yes? And he said, actually, no, I didn't. A card? And then he said, after a careful pause, he said, well, no, but I thought about it. I really did give it some thought. At which time in the commercial, she melts like butter, and she hugs him and kisses him and says, oh, honey, that's so sweet of you. And the announcer comes on and says something like, we know that it's not really just the thought that counts. Send a Hallmark card to show that you care enough to send the very best. But seriously, it points out something that is a basic fact of life. And that is that sometimes it is not just the thought that counts. It is the thought and the actions that go with the thought. Good intentions are good, they just might not be good enough. St. John had something similar in mind, I think, when he wrote, Little children, let us love in word, not word or talk, but in deed and in truth. The Bible says that God loved the world, but it goes on to say that because he loved the world, he did something. He sent his only son into our existence to save us, from sin and death. Because with God, love is not just a sentiment. It is not just a nice thought. It might be those things, but it results in action. And God is actively breaking through to people's hearts and drawing them closer to Himself and to one another. Today's reading also reminds us that the initiative for this love is with God. John says, this is love. Not that we loved him. And all of a sudden that triggered a response in God so that he said, well, that was nice. I think I'll love you too. No, rather the reverse. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. God's love is free. God's love is uncaused. And God's love is spontaneous. It is like no other love known in humanity. God looks down from heaven and he looked upon Abram. And God says, I didn't love you because you were a large group or a special group. 
I loved you because I loved you. And that's kind of a philosophical mind bender for most of us who can only understand love in reciprocal terms. But since God is love, he can just love. As a pastor, I've done my fair share of weddings over the years. And one of the things that I would do, like most pastors, would be to meet with couples several times before the wedding to talk about things like marriage and family. And I used to do this questionnaire where one of the first questions on it was, what are some of the things that first attracted you to your mate? And that elicited some sweet moments from time to time. My nose? You like my nose? I didn't know you liked my nose. But there were also some awkward moments along the way and, and uh, a couple of arguments even. And frankly, I stopped using that question because I'm not sure it's relevant. People's looks change over time. Their sense of humor will change over time. The features of their personality will not be exactly the same in 25, 35, 55 years from when you first met them. But God's love is nothing like that. God took the initiative and he looked down on your life and he just loved you. He didn't love you because you are funny or smart or good looking. God is not attracted to things that men and women are. And not only that, he didn't look down on you and love you because you were showing up at Sunday school or going to church every week. That's not why he loved you. He didn't love you because you were doing your best to keep the Sermon on the Mount. Because frankly, friends, we do a pretty poor job of that. But when God looked down upon us, we didn't love him. He loved us. We like people who are attractive. But God's love is free uncaused and spontaneous he loved us because he is love and our love for him is a response in the same way that leaves on a vine inclined toward the sunlight this is love not that we have loved god but that he loved us and sent his son as what the text says the propitiation for our sins and the essence of what he is saying here is that the expression of God's love is revealed ultimately and that the one who walked along the shores of Galilee was nailed upon a cross and bore the unmitigated wrath of God against sin. That's what that means. Someone who died in our place, you've been died for. Someone who bore the curse of sin so that the judgment that you and I deserve we may never experience. John says... If we want to know what love really is, we need only look at the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen.